Yo, you know who it is. It's Tony T. <laughs> Bets, what up? <laughs> oh, that's the intro, huh? We trying, right, man. We trying. We trying. Yeah, we still work in progress over here. That's for today, sure. Today is November 14th, 2020. Good morning to you, Mike. How you doing today? I'm good, Tony T. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, man, you know, it's still cold here over here, man. Uh, I just got off of work right now, just about an hour ago. So, you know, I'm I'm wide awake right now. Tis How, the uh, season, Mike. Tis the season. You know what I'm saying? You got to got to get your beanie, get your get your coat. I'm a beanie person, world, man. You like are you a world. you you uh you beanies or hats? If you had a uh, if you had a pick. I don't wear I don't wear hats. I got a small head. I try to... <laughs> yeah, see, we often say I got a big old fat head, so I got to wear a beanie because that just stretches out. <laughs> Yeah. All right, man. Well, like you know a, what? I'm like uh, a seven and a half, seven and a half or something like that. That's my head. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You hat know, size? Seven and a half, eight, eight, if I don't got a haircut. <laughs> God, yeah. You know, my brother Manny got an eight. He got a size eight head. That shit used to be, man, that was so hard to find him a hat back in the day. For real. And he only wanted seven. one hat. And he only wanted one hat. It had to be all black, whether it was all black Yankees or all black Diamondbacks. It just had to be all black. And it was so hard to find an all-black size eight hat of Yankees. You'd be surprised. I mean, I guess people, how many size eight head, heads and shit. Yeah, that's the average, I guess. I mean, I'd be like, let me get that seven and a half. And they'd look at me like. Small head. I think I'm seven, seven and, five, and a half. You're a big boy for a seven and a half. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let's get into it, man. Let's get right into it. Uh, what uh, Tennessee and well, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the last game we hold on, hold on. Wait, Anthony, Ringo, Tony, okay. I know, man, but remember the intro before we even get into our recap. I kind of want to talk about some things real quick about uh, about the sports betting and stuff. We got some pretty good feedback, uh, Tony T and I from uh, some people very close to us, and some of those people are kind of new to the sports betting world themselves and they kind of they kind of wish to know more about it, about numbers and odds. And I'm sure they're probably not the only people who think that way. So I kind of just wanted to talk about that real quick before we get into any of our picks and bets and stuff. Kind of don't want to, you know, we're not going to rush to today's episode so quick. Last couple of episodes, we did feel a little rush. We both work graveyards. So we're kind of like doing it right before we have to go to sleep, which was a dumb idea. So we know better, don't we? Don't we tell me teeth? We know a little better. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So real quick, um, let me just let me just say this. Uh, so the basics of betting, there's basically there's three odds to look at. You can look at if you want to bet the money line, which is basically betting who's going to win the game, this team or that team. Uh, the next type would be the spread. You're betting either is this team going to win by a certain amount or are they going to lose by a certain amount. And then the last one, most kind, these are just the three most common placing of bets. Uh, the third one would be uh, the uh, over-under. So is, that's the total of both teams playing against each other. Is the total points that they score, basketball, football, baseball, whatever, uh, is it either going to go in over or under that number. So pretty self-explanatory, pretty simple. Um, you may hear us say, oh, what's the uh, spread at Tony T? And he may say, oh, it's at three and a half, now with four and a half. And you're probably wondering, what do those mean? What's a half mean? You can't score a half a point in the game. Well, that's very true. So I'm going to kind of break down what those numbers and spreads and odds means. So first, let me go over uh, money line. 
Uh, that to me is just the simplest. Um, you're picking between two teams, team A and team B, and who's going to be and who's going to win. So the favorite usually will have the minus symbol next to them. So they'll usually have like a minus. 150 minus 200 you probably seen those numbers next to teams and then the other numbers you'll see next to teams are plus so like plus 100 plus 210 plus 350 whatever as long as there's a plus if there's a plus in front of that number that's the underdog and what those plus and minuses mean so if it's minus if a team has minus 120 then that means you have to bet 120 dollars just to make a hundred dollars and if somebody was plus 120, then you would have to bet only $100 to make $120. So a better example, I guess, or a simpler one, because probably like a lot of you guys, like Tony T and myself included, we're not fucking, we're not heavy gamblers. There's people out there who, hey, I respect those people and they throw hundreds or thousands of dollars onto bets, straight up bets. I mean, that's cool, man. You guys bet what you guys are willing to lose or what you guys are willing to bet. And that's fine. Um, everybody does their own thing. We started small and we're slowly building this bankroll up. So we're learning as we go too. Uh, all you need to know is who's a team A and team B and go from there because at the end of the day, you know, underdogs cash. That's where you do your research. That's where you you try to find an angle to make your bet. And no, don't let anybody talk you off your bet. Or if you believe something's gonna happen, or if you True. think a certain way, you know, you you got to be able cool. to have confidence in what you're putting your hard-earned money on, especially when it comes to, you know, making making these bets, dude. Like, there's nothing. Sure. Nothing is for sure. Nothing is for sure. Nothing yep. is uh, guaranteed. No guarantee is otherwise I'll be winning. But. But there is opportunity here to put your money in the best position to profit, which we're trying to do every single day that we we, we make these bets and gamble. So, absolutely, that's, that's actually good. I'm I'm glad you actually brought that up, uh, Tony. I'm sorry, man. Um, that's actually just what I was going to say before I lose that thought again. So, if you're a you're not betting a hundred dollars a a a ticket, that's fine. If you want to kind of break down. So that way you kind of know what you're expecting to win or what or what you need a bet to make a certain win. Uh, team A is minus 150, and Team B is plus, we'll say, plus 180. So Team – or we'll just say team plus 150. Let's just make it simple. So the team that's minus 150, let's say you don't want to bet $150 to make $100 because you don't want to spend $150. That's fine. A little trick that I learned – if you write down minus 150 on a paper and you're to take and put a little decimal point on the very end and move it over twice to the left, you got 1.50. You only got to bet. That means you every $1.50 that you are placing, if you go off the logic of minus, if you bet 150 to make 100, you move that same decimal place over twice on the 100, so then for every $1.50 that you're placing a bet on, you'll make $1 back. So then every $3, you'll make $2, so on and so forth. So every $1.50, you'll make a dollar. And for the other team, if they're plus $1.50, then it's the opposite. For every $1 that you're betting, 
you're going to make back a profit of $1.50. So you see that underdog has that value of that 50 cents. 50 cents don't sound like a lot, but hey, if you're betting $100 on that one game and they're plus 150, you're going to make uh, you're going to make that $50. You know, what I mean? you're going to make you're going to make $150 really. You'll make the 150. So you make that little bit of extra. You don't just double your money. There's that little bit of extra. So uh, like Tony T said, man, those uh those underdogs sometimes you may you may catch some good ones out there and get some good value off of those. Sometimes they uh Vegas kind of plays these odds wrong sometimes. So it's good to kind of do your research and find which ones are those hidden value picks. Uh Tony T, were you gonna say something, man? I'm sorry. No, you got it, man. Uh I'll I just wanted to put some uh some emphasis on why why you bet and you know, pulling the trigger and when to pull the trigger, but that we you know that that's not neither here or there. I just wanted to say there's there's different times when to bet and when not to bet, and you know what I mean. Like it's you get the card a week ahead. You know a lot of things happen during the week. You know COVID, uh, injuries. You know people get tickets. People people end up you know get get uh, you know they get in trouble. You know whatever the case may be, a lot of stuff can happen during the week. That's why we like to look at the lines a week ahead, especially if they're offering us what it looks like, well, you got to take a look at what somebody's, what, what it looks like. You know what I mean? If somebody's going to give you the opportunity to, to see the next week's lines before they even play the game, you know, that's value. That's, that's the type of value that we, we talk about when we're looking at these lines. I just wanted to make sure that that's a big key point when you're making a decision, when you're, you know, making your bet, you know, so. That's yeah, you definitely. No, you're right. Yeah, you definitely. You definitely want to look at it early. No, he's just he adding on to it. Uh, you know, for those money lines, because some of those it may show one fifty plus one fifty one one day, if you're looking at it early. But then you wait five days later, that plus one fifty could turn into a minus one twenty, and now you just done lost all that value. So it is. It is. Uh, that's a good add on to. Uh, definitely, you want to. Look, keep uh, watching the lines. Watching the lines. Look ahead if your books offer you the look ahead lines. Um, and if they don't, you know, I mean, it never hurts just to look. Hey, who's playing next week? Oh, that might be a good one to let me circle that game. And as soon as those lines, that's the first game I'm looking at. So that's not bad. You hit it right on the knob, though. And and another thing I wanted to mention is is uh, for the person that makes this line, you got to account for the 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 book that's making the line. They're adding a tax. They're adding a big. And uh, they're trying to make their, you know, everybody needs to get paid. That's a, that's our tax as betters when we have to pay for a favorite or, a, you know, what you're, I'm pay, saying? you're, like you're a, paying these sports books to make these bets because some of these sports books may not always offer the same odds. So one book may offer minus 150 for the favorite of nice. team A, but then maybe Tony T's book might offer minus 130 for that same game. And you get more value over there because instead of me having to bet $150 to make a hundred, Tony T only has to bet $130 to make a hundred. He doesn't, ha- he saves $20. I, I, I mean, I mean, you're still betting a hundred and something dollars, but Hey, if that's a guaranteed win, I mean, Hey, he's paying $20 less. And if we both lose, I lose $20 more than he did. So that is a good point. You know, every book does have them different odds. You definitely want to try to buy the best ones you can. Me and Tony T do have two books each. Uh, I personally don't have any more. If I do in the future, I'm, I mean, something I've thought about, but that's maybe if I ever become a big time, if we get, you know, if we get big time at one point, you know what I mean? But for right now, 
um, it's good having options for sure. It definitely does. Uh, I just, I just want to say something, Mike. I just want to let all our listeners know we are unit betters. Uh, we started with a bank with one bankroll. Our goal is to not have to keep redepositing, redepositing. Our goal is to make our bankroll turn a profit. That's what this whole thing is about. The last thing you want to do is just keep putting money into a black hole that just keeps disappearing. You have to make your money worth something to where you're coming at your gambling or your uh, your betting with a strategy and a thought process. You're not just going out there and just, you know, throwing money here, throwing money there. It has to be, um, you know, controlled betting. You know, you can't just be all wild with it. And that's how you, lo- that's how you lose your bankroll and then you, you're back to zero, you know, so. All right. Uh, let me, all right. So I don't want to keep going, keep going on. I mean, this is all good info. I, you know, we hope we're not throwing this all at you at once. If we are, we apologize again. This is, this is a, this was the great feedback that we were getting from our, uh, you know, from some of our listeners and some of our close uh, friends and family. So we're trying, we definitely are going to try, we want to break this down for you guys as simple as we can. And, you know, again, we just apologize that this sounds like we are throwing too much at you. Um, so just to finish off everything else, um, so money line, you're picking the winner and the loser. Um, that one's pretty simple. My personal uh, my personal advice that I would suggest is that I usually see and for money lines, if I see anybody at minus 200 odds or more, really, if, they're, if I see them at like minus 170 or more, I personally usually don't bet on that. I think that's too much of a big to, to bet on. If I make a, let's say you're a $10 better. And you see somebody at like minus the, uh, 170. Much, uh, hold on. I know. Hold on. Let me say, let me say this. So let's say you're a $10 better and you see somebody at minus 170 and you really like them this week. Well, if you want to make an even $10 back, then you got to pay that extra VIG, that tax. You don't have to pay it. Mind you, you bet whatever you, you want to bet, but then just understand the payback, the payout that you're getting in return. So if you're a $10 better and you see somebody at minus 170, and you want, and you're usually somebody who pays that extra big, then you got to pay seventeen dollars to make that ten dollars, and you're almost having, you're almost doubling up your original unit bet. If you're if you're one unit better and your unit's ten dollars a bet, let's just say you're a small time better, you're just starting off. You know, you're almost got to pay double just to make one unit back. And there's some betters that might see value in that, but uh, some of them don't. I'm personally one of the ones that don't see too much value in that. So I usually like to keep my, if that's a favorite, I personally like to see it anywhere from like maybe 160 or less and between 160 and 150 is kind of a, that's kind of pushing it for me. But I like to, for me, I'm willing to pay a little bit that at least that much extra, another half a unit on top of the unit that I'm already betting. Now, uh, what about you, Tony T? What works for you when you do uh when you do your bets? Uh, when I do my bets, I, I, tend to like, stay well, away from the highs. Just money line. We're talking about money line here, though. I don't want to go into the spreads and over-unders yet. We're just talking about money line here. What, what, what do you see? How do you know when to bet on a money line bet? Like when you said, um, if the line is, is over 175, me, in my case, if it's over 190, that's that's too much for me. That's as high as I'll pay is 190. Uh, ninety cool. cents. If if I pay two dollars, if I got to pay t- a dollar more, you know, I'm not gonna do it. I'd rather just stay away. Look look somewhere else. There's too much. There's too many games out there. Too much plays to be made. 
to be taking that that kind of a risk where you're paying the VIG. Uh, that's for money line. That's all I really look at. I don't try to bet anything over minus one ninety because it's not really. There's really no value. You're paying a lot. You're taking a big risk uh, yep. uh, to lose, and you're paying more money. You know, it's not just not smart. There's other there's other games to to look at. Uh, I just wanted to point out when you get a card and there's a card that let's say an NFL card, then the next week the list of games come out. We don't bet on every game. We you got to eliminate games based on price, advantages, angles, uh, you know, thought process to your path of victory for that game for that game to win for you. You know, you got to have a thought process. Uh, that's how I usually bet. I usually try to find a a vic- path to victory for my bet or how they're gonna win and try to justify it that way. But that's just me. Um, that's with money line. There's a little difference when you look at the spreads. There's a lot of value in spreads because they constantly move. They they tend to move a lot more than the money line does. But that's all I got for the money line, Mike. Okay. So, uh, speaking of spreads, uh, the next common betting would be if you're betting the spread. So team A is minus three, and team B is plus three. Usually what that means is that team A, that's minus three. Again, the minus number being that you're the favorite and the plus number mean that you're the underdog. So if you see a team that's minus three, then that means they need a win by more than three points. And if it's the other team, they're plus three. They can afford to lose, but by no less than three points. And this is where spreads might get a little... Some people will bet the spread. Usually when you bet the spread, you will get as close to even money as you can get. Sometimes uh, some books may try to have you pay a little more. I'd be careful with those books. Um, The books here in Vegas, most of them will give you minus 110 odds, at least for me and from what I always saw from from two spreads. They'll both be minus 110, so you always got to pay just a little bit of extra. So $110 to make 100. You just got to pay an extra 10. I mean, that's okay. That's not bad. Um, so the, so the spreads, you, a team can't just win. They have to win by a certain amount of points. So you're taking that, you're taking that much more risk. So that why you can, that's why you could see a team that could be minus three, but then their money line would be minus like, let's say 160 or 170. And you're probably wondering, oh, well, should I bet the money line or should I bet the spread? Well, Again, that'll be a personal preference to you, but if you're to bet the money line, you're going to have to pay, you know, the $170 just to make a hundred. Whereas if you bet the spread, you only got to pay $110 to make a hundred. You're saving 60 bucks right there, but you're taking the risk. uh, They need to cover that three points because if they win team a, but team a only wins by two points and they don't cover that three, you lose your bet. And that's a loss. And another thing is, uh, Sometimes you may see a point, so like a 3.5, you'll see the half a point, so three and a half, four and a half, five and a half, whatever, so on and so forth. You're probably wondering to yourself, well, you can't score a half a point in any sport. Well, at least the major sports, and that's true. But that half a point is telling you that no, regardless, no matter what, they got to win by more than three points because if Team A is minus three and a half and they win by three points, well, if you do your math, three and a half is more than three. You're technically – you technically didn't beat the three and a half. So then that's a loss. And if they were minus three and they were to win by exactly three, 
in what that's in the betting world, what they consider a push in which you don't win and you don't lose. If it's a straight up bet and it's a push, you just get your money back. You don't win, you don't lose. And sometimes a push, I like to call those like, just like, that's just, you know, a lucky sign. Maybe something I shouldn't have betted on, something I got lucky on, something I shouldn't have gotten lucky on. But if I ever get a push, I kind of just tell myself like, Phew, like lucky, you know what I mean? Whether for or against me, no matter what, because um, those you at least don't lose. That's not a loss. I'd rather, I'd rather not lose. <laughs> Nobody likes to lose. We don't bet this game to lose, but losses will even. happen. Absolutely. I'd rather break even, but losses do happen in this game. So always got to be ready for that, but you got to be willing to take those hits because we're not, we're not, we're, nobody's ever on fire like that for, so for nobody's undefeated in this sports betting world, you're going to take your losses. And if you can't handle a few, uh, a few losing streaks, this might not be the thing for you. And we've had our losing streaks but we, me and Tony T also have some pretty good winning streaks. So it definitely can – you just got to ride with it, man. Just stick with what you know. Um, like Tony T said, your path to victory, uh, whatever works for you, you know, keep keep doing it. You know, find find those little niches and stuff. So uh, so that's it for the I spread. Just wanna add, Go ahead. I just want to add something for the spread, though. The spread, when you look at the spread, you got to think of possession. It's, it's a possession uh, – Possession possession yes. game where, <clears throat> you know, if they lose by three, these are key numbers, in, especially in football, three, six and a half, six or seven. And three, seven, then, and uh, ten. Three, seven and ten, right. So so the, those are the three. Those are the main three, three, seven and ten. The key, the key reason of this being is because it's a possession game. If they score three points, you, for them to score again, they're going to need to get possession of the, of the ball again and, it's so on and so forth. It's it's all possession. It's whether you think they're going to be able to to win by two possessions or three possessions, and that that's a lot. And at the end of the day, that's what you're really trying to figure out. It's a possession uh, game where you know maybe you get backdoor covered because they had a, a late possession when the game doesn't even matter anymore, and somebody scores a touchdown with two minutes left and it, it, they're way out of reach of winning the game, but they're just doing their due diligence as football players playing every snap as hard as they can and doing what they're supposed <laughs> to do, their jobs. Right. Am yeah, I right? Well, or am I wrong? Right. That's, that's job, <laughs> yeah, well, that's man, I like it, man. It's early, man. Getting excited. All right. But uh, actually, is, no. I'm, I'm, I'm getting hyped up because these are the type of things that should excite you as a better, because that's what you want to watch whether you're going to win or lose. And these are the type of situations that you get in. It's all possessions. It's when you come to the spreads. Well, the whole game is all possessions, but. Let me add this. Real, I, let me I, add this. Really you meant, you, you said something. I'm sure not a lot of people know what, what you just said, backdoor covered. So what a backdoor cover is, what he just said right there, this weekend, for example, Green Bay, Pack, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars against the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. Jacksonville, I believe right now is, Mine is plus 13 and a half Jacksonville. So they can afford to lose by 13, but if they lose by 14 or more, you'll lose your ticket if you bet the spread. So right now they're plus 13 and a half. And what Tony T just said that, oh, you can, you take the risk. You know, sometimes you go watch those spreads because if it goes past maybe that 10, 13, anything past 10 and a half points, usually it's like, Ooh, like you want to really do some research if you're going to bet the other guys, because what he just said, you don't want to get back to recovered. If, Green Bay's up 14 nothing or they're up 17 nothing 
or not 17 nothing. Let's just say they're just up 17 points. I mean, at the end of the game, they're up 17 points and Jacksonville decides to hand the ball off to James Robinson and he runs 60 yards, broke a tackle, run 60 yards, score the touchdown with like 10 seconds left or with like a minute left in the game. Doesn't even matter because that one touchdown now they're, let's say they're down by 10, still two possession game is still 30 seconds left. Probably not going to win, but they scored that, but they scored that fucking touchdown. So now you just went from, and let's say you had Green Bay minus 13 and a half. You're like, oh man, they're winning by 17. I got them 13 and a half. That's a win. And then they score that touchdown. Now that went from minus 17. Now you're only at minus 10. And guess what? You just didn't win. You didn't win your bet. That's called the backdoor cover. So those happen. Those those are uh, I like to call those are also called bad beats when you get beat like that. Something on the final play definitely happened to me quite a few times this year. So yeah, nobody ever likes a bad beat, but they happen. You just got to get yours more than you get got. You know what I'm saying, Tony T? Yes, sir. Uh, well, the whole thing, the whole thing too. Like what what I really try to avoid is if if the favorite is uh, supposed to win or like minus like ten or fourteen. I try to avoid and, and try to watch. I try to avoid making the bet is what I'm trying to say. I try to avoid making the bet, and you try, you want to watch the lines move because the spread is what usually moves more than the money line. Um, that's all I got, man. That's all I got when I look at spreads and money lines. I don't know if you want to talk about oh, overs. Over- well, I, 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 yeah, I still am because I mentioned it, so I do want to – we're, we're going to talk about this. Tony T. If anything, this is probably going to be its own show. I'm probably going to post it as just call like, I'm going to call it gambling 101101 or something. <laughs> like, you were all learning how to gamble here. But I'm probably going to post this just as its normal, as its own common, common knowledge. Something just so it's kind of like, because man, it'd be a long intro. <laughs> so, yeah, let me just mention the over under, say a couple more things, and then, yeah, you know, we'll call it, a, we'll call it a day right there. And then we can, uh, we'll do our next show. We can still do that. Um, all right, so then uh, just to try to finish this off, so now the last, I guess, another most common bet, which is, I guess, pretty simple. This is like what like my dad likes to do, is what he likes to bet, is uh, over-unders. So this is where you're picking the sum of both team scores. You just need to either be over that number or under that number. That one, that one's probably the most self-explanatory out of all of them. Uh, if a team, team A and team B, their total score over-under is 50 points, are both teams going to score more than 50? Are they going to score less than 50? Now, these ones seem like they're easy to hit, but to me, I think they're one of the most hardest ones to hit. And that's just because you always got to look at – you've got to evaluate every game each week like it's brand new. It's hard to say, like, oh, they, they were bad last week. They're going to be bad this week. Um, we'll talk about it in our next show with the Colts and Titans where they had two low-scoring weeks. Everybody was betting the under, and they went over. And they, you know, one of those teams at least scored 30 something points, 34 points. So, uh, with over unders, um, you definitely want to do your research. Definitely want to look at what, uh, how defenses are playing, how offenses are currently playing. You want to look at matchups, look at offensive line and defensive line matchups. Always to me, I look at the trenches, man. If you, if you can't win in the trenches, you're not going to win the game, period. And if you can't move people when you're in the trenches, how are you going to be able to run the ball? How are you going to be able to? If you can't protect your quarterback, how are you going to be able to pass? So, you, I always – I mean, to me, I think trenches is a big one to always look at. Um, matchups, offensive line, defensive line. And, yeah, with the over-unders, that's uh, 
Yeah, and like I said, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's just who's going to – are they going to go over that number or under that number? Uh, Tony T, anything you want to add with the over-unders? Anything or any uh, yeah, yeah, or anything yeah, that works for you? Uh, the overs and the unders, I I started out with the overs and the unders. I I wanted to make a, a bet. I would look at the over and the under first to see what the total is, to see what the, the line maker is saying, how much – is going to how much scoring is going to be in this game um i like i like the fact that the line can move maybe what four 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 or five points mike what basically the over the under it it moves more than and than any other line than the money line than the spread it moves it tends to move more like uh it does points. seem that way yeah, it seems like probably there's more public bets for an over/under ticket as a money line. Or but a the price usually stays the same, is what I'm trying to say. The price usually yeah, stays it's the a, same. it's like a spread. It's usually minus one ten for here in Vegas. At least it's minus one ten. Those odds for spreads for over/unders. Oh, yeah, they're usually pretty even. That's why I like it, and I tend to I tend to watch the line like I watch the money line and the spread uh, throughout the week to see if if the line's moving, if the line's not moving, um, if it's if the price usually doesn't change, like I said, or like we said earlier. Mm-hmm. But the overs and the unders, based on you know if the defense is going to give it up. If I, I tend to look at bad team, if it's a bad team, of course they're not going to score. If it's a good team, oh, they're going to put points up. And if it's, it's not, a bad it, team versus a good team, they're probably, they, they're probably not going to score. They tend to play to to their competition's level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let me let me tell you what it also sounds like you're doing, and this is and this is common for a lot of people, and you may not even know you're doing it. Uh, people do uh, what they call sharp betting. That's another. Uh, it's like an aspect of betting. Tony T mentioned earlier we're unit betters, so we like to do single game bets. Not really big in the parlays. Used to be when we first started, it's always great to hit a good parlay, but it's even worse when you have a seven teamer and the very last team doesn't hit. That hurts. <laughs> So again, nobody likes to lose, and you lose a lot of parlays. Um, and we, but we're unit better, so we like to do straight up bets and put a certain amount of money, one unit. Usually, a unit's about on average could be anywhere between one, two to three percent of your bankroll. So for us, it's one percent. It's not a lot, but it's because we like to, you know, try to sprinkle a little bit. We like other sports other than football. And this year was kind of a crazy year. We had a little baseball season, a little basketball season, and a little football season all at the same time. So. <laughs> Uh, right now, it's football, though, for us, mostly. Uh, but Tony T, in his case, it sounds like he likes to look at the spreads and the odds and the over-under numbers and see where they move to. Because in Vegas, they may have certain people with that they call sharps, uh, S-H-A-R-P, sharp betters, where they like to move the line. As in, they're going to place a big amount of money, or they may give somebody some money to place a big bet on a certain game. So then Vegas has to be like, oh, maybe we called this number wrong because this guy's coming in and betting $50,000 on the under. Maybe we should lower that number down a whole lot so that more people can bet the over and Vegas could try to make their money back. You know, so and it seems like in Tony T's case, he looks at those big jumps in numbers and tries to jump on it. He'll do a little research first because – just because all the numbers going down one way doesn't mean that that's that doesn't mean that that's the right bet to pick. By all means, that's not you shouldn't have to do it like that. But 
with sharp betters, they do like to move the line for themselves so they can get the best number that they can possibly get. You know, sharps don't move the line. They just make a huger bet on whatever. And place a huger bet on the new number. So, for an example, I think a perfect example was actually this past Thursday where the over and the under for the Colts and Tennessee game was 51 and a half. And it went down three points in like the first couple of days. So somebody hammered the under. We don't know who, but somebody hammered the under. However, on our last episode, we were on the over. I was already sold on. I was sold on the over, but I'm glad it went to 48 and a half because I'll tell you why. Whoever moved that line, whichever sharp moved that line, and we bet the over, we got more than 48 and a half. But that total number for that game was 34 to 17 which was 51 points. And you know what that line opened as Tony T when the line first opened for that game? 51 and a half. Damn, what a loss by a hook. So if we would have, if we would have kept our open, we were all over the over and we would have kept that over bet at 51 and a half when it opened, we'd have lost because of that hook. But we waited. We saw the number move. Didn't like that. The number moved that low. So it gave us that advantage. Hey, we're going to jump on that and hop on the over. And I'm sure there are probably other sharp betters that maybe saw that too, or who knows, maybe some, I think that was a public perception thing, more or less. I think people saw that they had low scoring games the game before, and that's why the number went really low. And we hopped on them when it was that low number to get the over. So over-unders, you definitely want to pay attention to, uh, you definitely want to look to see where the line moves, help you uh, make that, you know, kind of help you with your judgment a little bit, gives you a, a sense of where, the public is going, but then, you know, not everybody wants to bet on the public or, you know I mean? Public perception is exactly what it is. Public perception. You guys believe everything say- on TV? No. <laughs> you guys believe everything you hear when sports announcers talk about your favorite athletes. You may not agree with what they have to say, you know, and the same thing with sports betting. Everybody has an opinion. So do we, we're just giving what we feel is our reasons why we're putting our money on these picks and, you ride with us, man. Ride with us, man. We're hoping to do. We want everybody to come up and win together. And hey, we take some. We take some L's. We take some L's, but we gonna come back with more dubs and L's. That's for sure. Yeah, hell yeah, man. That's the whole point. Try to make a profit. Put our money in the best position to return a profit. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're doing out here. Uh, Absolutely. Find your way, man. Find what works for you. Everybody's yeah. definitely a different type of better, but definitely find your way. Do your research. Don't let anybody talk you off your bets. Uh, if anything, find some more reasons to back up your bets, why you feel good and confident about that team. And hey, man, like, again, man, let's all come up and fucking make some money together, man. I, I wish somebody would have told me when I started out betting, hey, you don't got to bet on every game. Or, like, you don't look at every game. Don't waste your time on every game. You know what I mean? Look, look at your advantages, look at your disadvantages, and go from there. Like, we all know every team is it doesn't have a chance to win the Super Bowl this year. You know what I mean? We, mm-hmm. we all know that. But it, at the end of the day, it is any given Sunday. Uh, so anything can happen. But you got to put time and effort into the news, what's going on, what, how, how things are unfolding in real life, real time. Like right now, for instance, the Cincinnati line and the Steelers line has, has been swiped off the board because they don't know if Ben, ben Big Ben's going to play or not, or a, a few of these players are going to play. They're, they're I believe he's on track, but you're absolutely right. Some guys, some other people may not play. I think he's on track, but 
everybody they, else. I don't. They're going to play with no practice though, and they're going to play. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have to get tested right before the game. But all I'm saying is, is, is you got to be able to keep that into account of what's happening with the line and why it's moving and why they swiped it off the board. They swiped it off the board because they don't know. They don't want to let anybody get any value on a certain number, especially if they don't know if somebody's going to play or not. Yep, um, absolutely. The line could change dramatically if, knock on wood, some Big Ben did get the COVID the day, the day of, and that'll dramatically shift the line. If anything, I wouldn't be surprised they just – Vegas took it off the book that, but that same day. But I, I, I want to. I just want to throw this in here real quick, Mike, just because it, it it seemed to flow with what we're talking about. I had placed a bet on Cincinnati uh, when I had found out they. Well, when I seen Big Ben and them, they they played the Cowboys and they just didn't look too good. They looked tired. They looked like worn out. Like they the, the score was. You could you win so much, dude. You get you know it, it becomes a. They're eight and zero, right? They're eight and zero right now, right? So it, yeah, they're undefeated. But that was a tough game. I think it was only twenty five to twenty. Yeah, but they could have lost that game, dude. Uh, the Absolutely. But a backdoor cover, they're four yards away from scoring a touchdown. They could have lost. They could have had their first loss of the season against the Cowboys, but that didn't happen. But I'm just trying to say that there's there's value when you look ahead in the line. I cannot say, say that or stress that enough that you got to be able to take advantage of seeing what these numbers are coming out as. So you can make your own justification of where you want to place your bet. I usually try to place my bets a week before or midweek before the line dramatically moves or moves to a point where I don't want to touch it anymore, you know? So, And that works for Tony T because for me, I kind of sometimes play the opposite. I usually, if, unless there's something that really stands out to me beginning of the week, I usually wait until Saturday sometimes even Sunday morning and see where those and see where some of these lines are at. Cause I think it just depends on how the type of better you are and the type of odds that you're trying to look for, you're trying to catch. But for the most part, when it comes to early odds, me and you usually see the same early odds. So I, you just, you normally hop on them usually before I do. And sometimes I just don't even hop on them. I usually wait midweek to the end of the week. Is when I, I, guess, usually look at them. I guess my thought process is, is like, okay, am I balling this team? I'd rather catch them now, and I'd hate to see the line move and and make mm-hmm. make me not want to bet it anymore because the line moved to a point where, okay, they have to have another possession to win the game, or the line moved just enough to where they get, they're going to have to have three another possession. You know what I mean? Like win by three. Yep. Yep. I'd rather just. That's good. Just just hold off, you know. But uh, to go back with that Cincinnati and the Steelers. Uh, they swiped the board. They swiped the line off the board. Uh, I I caught it for plus ten, and I'm feeling really good about it. I just wanted to add that in there. <laughs> hey, we gonna hey, we gonna save it. We gonna save this as an official pick. So yeah. if you got it, man, I like it. You caught that early. I'm. You're not. You're, you're not gonna be able to see it out there. I nope. know uh, it's it's pointless saying. You won't it, see. Plus 10. You're not gonna be able to see it out there. But I had caught it early. I'm just trying to justify yeah. why we look at lines and. You know, maybe that, maybe the, hopefully that that one pays off in uh, the look ahead line and them swiping it off the board. Like I would, I would have hated to see them swipe that off the board and I didn't make my bet. Like that would irritate me as a better as like looking at, oh, I should have did it. Did you, like, did you like Cincinnati? You were you were really, and then you didn't really like how the Steelers look, so you wanted to pounce on that early. Yeah. I, I completely. And there's a lot of people that probably do think the same way you do, and Ten that would be a good. A 
10 points is three. That is, absolutely. Possessions. And that's a, it's, a, it's a division game. I believe it's in Cincinnati. So division home dogs are oh, pretty good. Coming division. off a bye, coming off some rest. Yeah, that's a – And a win. They you know, the Titans, I believe. Now the Steelers have a really good defense and a good D-line. I think they lead the league in sacks and quarterback pressures. But, hey, that's neither here nor there. Tony T, I like that pick. Book it. You already did for plus 10. Booyah. All right, man. So let's just uh, – so we can kind of wrap this up a little bit. Um, this is actually – it was pretty good. I'm actually kind of happy we did. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we didn't go – too fast into all this hopefully we broke it down enough and gave some good examples if we did kind of hop off course or back and forth you know again we apologize please bear with us we are still trying to work all the kinks out so uh i think this is going to probably be it for at least this we can just make this the own little segment hopefully get some people to like new betters hey this yeah, is any be questions the- any questions do not hesitate anything that we said that yes Ooh. we don't feel like we clarified uh yep no, no, thank you for saying questions, actually. I'm going to be making a – we'll be creating a Twitter page hopefully pretty soon here. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about it on the next show, man. I done, I done fucked up. <laughs> but when everything gets unfucked, uh, we should hopefully have a Twitter page up and running, and we'll have that, like, we'll have the links and stuff put out there. And then if you guys have any questions or comments for us, too, anything like that, you know, please, you know, you can hit us up on there and we'll try to post, we'll post our picks on there too. Like our official picks who we're betting on this stuff, uh, putting the team on there, what line we got it as and how much units we're betting. We're betting one unit. Sometimes we get a little crazy, get a little ballsy. You want to bet two units. So, and Hey, I'm not wrong with doubling up. You just got to know when to call it because you can bet two units and lose. And guess what? Now you're down two units. It's the best of us. I just want to throw this in there. Uh, we do straight up bets. We do not parlay. We're not parlaying nothing. If you want to parlay, uh, more power to you. Um, matter of fact, good luck. I hope you hit it. But you know, we're we're straight up yep. bets over here. Yep. Uh, we're just trying to keep <laughs> we're going to give odds you odds in our favor. Yeah. Keep the odds in our favor. Yep. That's why we do straight up bets. But go ahead. But you want to par- pick if you want to parlay our picks together, and you come up with a little sum sum. Hey man, I'll send you that cash app if you want to. Give little me and Tony T a little sum. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that's it, man. You got anything else for uh, for this uh, for this one, Tony T? No, nah, no, nah, I don't. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, we thank you as listeners. If you guys got any questions, uh, ask. We're ready for the responses, negative or positive. We appreciate you listening. Uh, Tony T, straight up bets. We out. Thanks. I'm out. And I'm Big Mike. Man, I'm Big Mike. Peace.